I speak the name of Jesus over you. In your hurting, in your sorrow, I will ask my God to move. I speak the name, cause it's all that I can do. In desperation, I'll seek heaven and pray this prayer for you. I pray for your healing, that circumstances will change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I speak the name of all authority, declaring blessings, every promise he is faithful to keep. I speak the name no grave could ever hold. He is greater, he is stronger, he's the God of possible. I pray for your healing, that circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. the power of the Spirit is now forever yours. Come believe it, come receive it. In the mighty name of Jesus, all things are possible. I pray for your healing, that circumstances will change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name. I pray for revival, for restoration of faith. I pray that the dead would come alive in Jesus' name. In Jesus'
today's scripture reading is Isaiah 41, verse 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Good morning. I will unmute that. There we go. Um, If I could just have some of the deacons come up and help me with something real quick, that'd be awesome. Can you give one of these to everyone? Just one. Thank you. Okay. So... That might take a minute. There's a lot of people here today, which is awesome. See? So while they're doing that, I will start getting ready. Um, More, I'll try to make it more prepared than I was this morning when I forgot something. But thankfully to the Burrells, they got it for me. And when you get the piece of paper, um, I just want you all to like, write down one thing. The biggest struggle, the biggest trial you've ever been put through. And then just fold it up. If you guys could do that, that'd be awesome. Okay, does does everyone have those written down? If not everyone has paper, that's okay. I mean, some people might not have one, but hopefully everyone does. Okay. Rick, can you help me? Can you? Go around and collect all of those papers in this. <laughs> Just so you know, everyone should have one. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and no, no, one, no, no one knew they were helping me today. I didn't, I didn't tell any of them that I was wanting assistance. I just sprung it on them just now. So how many of you guys have been put through 
a struggle, put through a trial, put through something difficult that you didn't know how to deal with. Okay, I don't see everyone's hands, so I know some of you are lying, but that's okay. Um, it might not have been a big thing to you in that moment. I know I have been put through struggles and trials. Um, we all have. And how, how do we get through that? Okay, no, no, okay. No one's going to say anything. Okay, that's okay. I, I get really distracted and bored in sermons, so I like it when people are trying to get me to do stuff. So that's why you all got paper. Um, it's a very interactive sermon today because I get lonely talking to myself. <laughs> so while Rick's doing that, um, when he brings that back up here, we'll have a prayer and I'll actually get started. <laughs> Right now, I'm just trying to kill time, and the only way I know how to do that is talk. <laughs> As my mother can attest, I have talked uh, since I could, every day. Alrighty. Thank you, Rick. So, okay, I'll let Rick sit down before I pray. <laughs> Alright, if you guys just want to bow your heads with me, I'll make it short and sweet. Dear Lord... Um, let your words flow through me. Let these people get what the message that you have for them today. Um, just be with me. I'm really nervous. I'm talking a lot, like always, but thank you. Um, and amen. So, only you guys know what's on these pieces of paper. And God. I don't know what's on them. But that's okay. Because they're not my trials. They're not my struggles. And so, I have a lot of ping pong balls. They're, they're more expensive than you think they are. I'm like, oh, it's a, it, it's, it's a hollow ball of plastic. It's not going to be that expensive. I spent way too much money on ping pong balls. I don't even play ping pong. But each one of these ping pong balls represents one of those pieces of paper. You can put whatever struggle you want on this ping pong ball. Whatever trial you've been through, this ping pong ball represents it. I have a lot of ping pong balls, so more, more is less. <laughs> so, I have more. So just as every single one of these ping pong balls is one of these struggles that you struggle with, do you think there's any more space in this container? Can I fit any more ping pong balls in there? No. But I can fit some water, right? Water fit? And the Bible says that God, God is living water, right? And so, as I fill this up with water as the Holy Spirit's drowning those struggles. I feel like this is going to make a mess. That's okay, I'll clean it up. So as these ping pong balls start falling out, if this container was our lives, and all of our struggles are in them, all we need is the Holy Spirit to help drown them. 
get them out. Bye bye ping pong ball. That's okay. Until none of them remain. The Holy Spirit, even no matter no matter how full our life is right now with those struggles, all you need is the Holy Spirit to take them away. So there wasn't any more space in our lives for anything, for no, no more struggles. God made space for himself. If you let him, he will fill that space. He will create space if you give him time. Okay, so but you guys see, I have a second canister here. I have, I have, another, I have another container. And so just like how these represented a struggle, they now, they now represent our family, our friends, your sister, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, your parents, everyone that you consider to, consider to be family, these represent those. These are no longer your struggles. These are now the things you value most in your life. The most important things in your life. Is it full? Pretty full? Okay. I, I have some marbles. It might not work as well as it did when I was practicing this, but let's hope. Each one of these marbles... There's a lot of them, so it might take me a little while. Each one of these marbles represents your job, your school, your work, the things that are expected of you in day-to-day life, the things you have to deal with every day, going to work, getting up in the morning, all of it. These represent the things that you do because you have to do it. It's, it's expected. You just, you just do it because you have to, right? How many people here do something because they have to? It's necessity, not choice. I mean, I, go, I, I don't go to work every day of the week. I go to work four days of the week. And sometimes I'm like, I just want to leave. My boss is nice. He's like, you can leave. I'm like, okay. That's nice. But I have to do it. I have to go to work. I have that responsibility that I need to fill. And I, I love my job. Everyone's great. But it's still something that I just, I do because it's, it's expected. You, you go to work because it's expected what you do. When you grow up, you get a job. When you're younger, you go to school. Even, even when you get older, you can still go to school. I'm not putting no age limit on that. Okay. I don't think I could get any more marbles in there. I have more. I was able to get more in at home. But that's okay. Is there any more space in this anymore? No more space? Okay. Thanks to the, thanks to the girls. Okay, this isn't formula. They just put it in this container. Thanks to them, they got me some sand. Now, what do you guys think this represents? What do, you, what do you guys think the sand represents? The Holy Spirit? No. No. 
All the little things. It does represent all the little things. The things every day of your life that you don't want to do, you don't have to do, they just show up. See if this is a good idea. They just show up and you're just stuck filling them in those places. They just creep their way in and they're not, they're, not, they're, they're not the good things. They're the little things that get under your skin, that irritate you, that upset you, that make you angry. And you're like, why? Why do I have this little thing? Why is this filling in all of that space that I didn't even know I had? But there's, there, there's space for this, these, irritate, this, these, these irritants. That was like the perfect amount of sand. I still some left. So it's really full now, right? Really full. You, you've got your family in there. You've got your friends. You have your job. You have all those little things you wish wouldn't happen. They're all in there. Right? There's, there's, there's so much here to focus on. There's... The small, minute things, all in there. All of those things that don't matter, that do matter, they're all in there. So, is it full? Yeah. Yeah? I I, I never got this far at home, so I, I hope it works. We'll find out. But, like, water's smaller than sand, right? Like, water's smaller than sand. And it might, might take a while, but slowly the water is filling that sand. It's getting darker. And eventually, there really is no more space. I'm going to call that good because I'm going to make a mess if I keep going. And so what do you guys think the water represents this time? Jesus? It does. The water, again, represents the Holy Spirit. No matter how full we think our lives, no matter how full we made our lives, there's always space for him. God is always going to have room. We might not put him in that space, but there's always space for him. He is always there for you. He's always there for me. Even if our lives are so full, so busy, there's, we have no time for anything. He always makes time for you. So make time for him. Okay, I have one more question before I get into the sermon. This is just, that's just a little part of it. Okay. If you had $86,400, if someone stole $10 from you, how much would you guys spend trying to get that $10 back? Would you spend any of it trying to get that $10 back? No? 
You, you, you guys aren't going to throw away $86,390 $86, to get $10 back? So why, when we have 86,400 seconds in a day, when someone steals 10 seconds from us, we let it ruin our day? When, when someone gives us a tiny inconvenience that takes 10 seconds out of our day, why do we say our day is ruined? We shouldn't do anything. So why did I bring up these things? It was to show you, no matter what we're going through, God will always be there. He's always been there since when Adam and Eve sinned to when his own son died on the cross. When you're going through things and you're having these struggles that are just popping up out of everywhere, when you're losing your color, when you're losing your focus, remember... He was there at the cross. He was there in the first sin. He was there in the garden. So he's here now, right? If he was there, if he could do those things, why why do we think he's not here now? When you start to waver, he's there. When When you start to lose your confidence, he's still there. The Holy Spirit will always be there. He'll always be in the space that you think is full. If God can bring Lazarus back from the dead, and he can bring the color back to those flamingos, why do we think he won't be able to, I don't know, get us a new tire? Or maybe you lost your job. Why do we think he he can't give us that? He can't help us with that. If he was in that quiet whisper, if he was in the flood, and if he is in your busy schedule, then he can also be in your busy schedule. So just like how the adult flamingos lost their color when they're taking care of their young, when they stop eating the things they they should be eating, when when they stop consuming the things God gave them to consume, they lose their color. But when they start doing it again, when they start consuming the things they were given to consume, they get their color back, and we start recognizing them as flamingos. So when you think you've lost your color with God, in time you'll get it back. When you spend more time consuming the things God gave you to consume, you get closer to him. God will turn you into the greatest you will ever be if only, if you will only do the things he tells you to do. If you spend time with him, 10 minutes a day, and that's all he asks. He only asks you to spend time with him, to get closer to him, to create a relationship with him. He'll help you get your color back. He created you. He's with you. He wants you to spend time with him. He wants you to make time for him. Because even when you don't have time for him, you have time for him. Maybe stay up five minutes later. Maybe get up five minutes earlier. Um, In grade school, Mr. Easley, he read a story about a guy who was always late to class because he was spending time with God. And the days he wouldn't spend time with God, he'd get stuck in traffic. And he was late to class. Something would happen, he was late to class. 
And then, when the days he would spend time with God, and he was so late to class, teacher was sick. Class was late. Something happened, and he wasn't late. So the days that he took time out of his life to spend time with God, and he spent more time than he needed to, and he spent the time that he thought he should be spending with him, God made it work out. He never, he wasn't late to class. Something didn't happen. Everything was on schedule the, the way that he thought it was going to be. But when he didn't take that time with God, he got stuck in traffic. Something happened. He couldn't get to class. And the teacher was like, you were late. Any more times you're late, you're going to fail. So because he created you, he is always with you. When you're not paying attention, he's still there. When you don't see him working, he's still working. He's still there. How many of you guys have been like, I don't see God in my life right now? And then a little while later, you look back and you're like, oh, he, he was right there. He, he was right there. He was right there. But you weren't, you weren't focusing on it in the moment. You had to look back at it and be like, oh, wait. He was there. He was there. He was there. My mom told me when one time um, she, they, they needed some money. They didn't tell anyone. I think she got a ticket or something. Probably got a ticket. The mom. She, <laughs> she needed some money. And her grandma gave her the money she needed. She didn't say anything to her grandma about needing that money. God was working. So just because you're not seeing him in action, you're not seeing him perform these miracles, he's still performing them. He is always working and you're not always going to see him unless you're always taking the time to watch for what he's doing. Because he's always working, and he's always there. Let's bow our heads with a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for everything that you do, for everything that you give us, for every time that you've spent extra time with us, every time that you were there, Everything you've ever done for us, thank you. Please keep being with all of us here today and anyone that couldn't make it today. Please show people that don't even think you work that you do. Help them grow closer to you. Help each one of us to grow, grow closer to you. Please help us all to have a great rest of the day and to just start spending more time with you, giving you back what you deserve because you gave us so much. Amen. The closing song today is going to be hymn 537. If you guys want to stand, that'd be great.